podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. All right. How's it going, listener out there? Thank you so much for joining us. We have a special episode for you. Guess what? It's finally happening. Man. If you have listened to this show, our special guest is no stranger to you. We are so happy to present Arusha Baker here with us in Richmond, Virginia. Welcome. Yay. How's it going? Charles Nelson Riley returns. <laughs> back again. There he is in this Hollywood Square one more time. Hey, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you for uh, visiting us and doing uh, the podcast. That's hey. been fun. Was there a small part of you that thought maybe I'm going to have to sneak out in the middle of the night and get away from these guys and <laughs> chase No, <laughs> no We wouldn't on. blame you. It crossed my mind a few times. I know. <laughs> I, li- I live here and I was about to... <laughs> I just need to go for a drive. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Where was <laughs> that corner store? <laughs> New York? Oh, okay. Cool. I've been sleeping out in the garage. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we all came into the same room at least for a couple hours here. Yeah. Long enough to talk to Arusha. I guess I have to officially start by, of course, thanking you for everything that you've done for the podcast and since the tour started and just making it way more fun than Don yes. and I could have ever imagined. And and connecting us with so many people and yourself and hearing all the wonderful stories from the last tour and and just insights of everything. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's been fun. I think it timed out nicely. Like I started, uh, <laughs> I guess, Cure Fan Documentary uh, Reboot yeah. in 2015. You know, I started looking at footage again. And I was like, God, I got to do something with this, you know. And then I was like, Man, this means I got to get online and get on Instagram <laughs> and stuff. And so I got it's online. Like a whole and new world out there. Yeah, I'm like I oh, goddamn kids today. Yeah. <laughs> but then I saw your uh, podcast and I was like, huh, that's cool. Nice. You know, check yeah. that out. Cool. And I actually met a lot of people through Instagram. It's been really now. Yeah, I'm like totally yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. It's Instagram fun. in particular has been really receptive. It's awesome and. Yeah, thanks for reaching out to us for sure. But yeah, it's 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 pretty weird, and, and the, how the timing and all that. Because even when we started this, it was one of many really long. You know, as any Cure fan knows, there tends to be some stretches of time where yeah. you know, there's nothing going on, and you know, all our friends were laughing. It's like a Cure podcast. What the hell are you going to talk about? Like for that's more than relevant. Like three. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, we're kind of like, well, that's the point. You know, we're just going to like talk about stuff. There's nothing else going on. We'll make up some some some. Yeah. Uh, Curious and um yeah i mean i think we only did like what two or three before they announced the dates and out of nowhere it seemed to pop up and everything seemed relevant at that point so yeah it was uh, such good timing for all of us yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah yeah when so. i picked up the the documentary again i didn't know that the cure were going to go on tour i mean i had a feeling because it was like about that time yeah like it just been long enough you know but i was like well you know, like, I just got to put this together. And when they announced the tour, I was like, yes, this is great. I'd love to to hear the full scoop of how this, all this madness started. And, uh, and crazy. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> Where does it begin? What did I do? <laughs> Should have just been a bank teller. Yeah. <laughs> Life would have been so much easier. Yeah. I, I think we're all kind of in that boat. <laughs> we're like, what? Where did it steer so wrong? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's pinpoint the moment tonight. This will be therapy if nothing That'll else. We'll figure out. <laughs> but um, let's see. How far back should we stretch? Maybe a teen year? years music in general what were your early like teen days like what kind of when the first like 
just music in general. Oh, like when I first started listening to music? Yeah, what was like your first kind of dabbles and stuff Mm. that you actively sought out? Well, I was thinking about that um, because I was thinking about the seed story. And I (laughs) was my earliest memory of being freaked out over a record. Actually, this is so embarrassing. (laughs) I think it was a Kiss record. Wow. And I think I had a huge crush on Peter chris is he the drummer cat guy yeah because i I was in fourth grade (laughs) and i was like oh my god he's so cute (laughs) and i thought they were kind of scary but of course like i was so young that i didn't know any better and then and then at the tender like puberty age i was i think i'd seen like a a hall and oats ad hell (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> on uh, that, you know that what was that? No, I can't go for that. Yeah. Oh. Can do because uh, I just literally remember seeing an ad for like a K-Tel tape or something. Hell yeah! And yeah. seeing uh, I don't know which is which. Who's the blonde guy? Hall. Hall. He turns to the camera and he turns away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did what's it? going on? <laughs> and I just felt like, like huh? something. Happening, <laughs> something was going something on. I was like, oh my happening. god, <laughs> my pants are tight. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. that was Hollow Notes, and then because that was like fourth or fifth grade or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my best friend, for some reason, used to make little illustrations to songs on post it notes. That's nice. dope. I don't know why. Do you still have those? Oh no, I wish. Uh. That'd be awesome. Uh, and so the cars, like, I remember somebody saying, like, yeah, uh, my cousin used to be babysit by you know whatever his name is from the cars like R- the rick okasic because he's from boston right? oh yeah that's dope yeah so, th- that so was yeah this is all in boston this is all in okay. boston and so my friend sarma and i would like listen to music a lot and i don't know if i can't remember honestly her older sister must have had the albums and then but that at that point also like mtv was just starting and yeah, there were things man. like night flight on um <laughs> On whatever channel in Boston, there was some channel V sixty six in Boston that used to play music, and we w- I would like wait and try to like find this this like I started learning what it was to like mine yeah, yeah, music, you yeah. know, yeah. and like find these gems because I start I start like discovered rock and roll. My parents always listened to the Beatles and yeah. the Stones, but um, were I they big music fans? Where it was like kind of always something playing around the house or just kind of here and there. My dad is a big classical music fan and mm-hmm. jazz. Um, Hell yeah. I, yeah, but not rock and roll. I mean, they like, they had like the Joan Baez and the yeah, yeah. Beatles. That, the rock and roll, the Joan <laughs> The rock and roll, the Joan Baez, you know, the hippie shit. Yeah. Um, That's cool. But, and then somewhere in sixth grade, I, f- I found like The Clash yeah. and The Sex Pistols and like, then weird stuff like I, that. I think took me like we we were sort of talking about like bands taking you away from other things. Like I was like the yeah. Jay Giles band, and I'm like, wait, whoa, <laughs> the Clash, like well, the Jay Giles band, like they're so punk rock. I yeah. know, so new wave. No, I was like, I that was yeah. a turning point. Where I was like, I don't, yeah. that music sucks. Like, yeah, this other shit is where it's at. And then in seventh grade, I moved to Arizona, and started to hate everyone and everything around me <laughs> right. and i discovered uh 
you know, the new wave stuff is happening. So when I discovered mm-hmm. Duran Duran, like, that was huge for me because I was like, these yeah. boys. I remember somebody in seventh grade is like, <laughs> they look like girls. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, what? What's yeah. happening? Again, like, this whole, it was like this whole world existed somewhere that maybe yeah. I could get to. Yeah. I mean, not only was the music good, but this, like, image and this... This videos and everything. It's just I felt like it literally like stirred something inside me that I hadn't, uh, you know, discovered. Yeah, and it yeah, didn't it exist there. in like a place. It yeah. was like in music. That's so beautiful. Yeah. It's like, it's like it really was like something like uh, igniting a spark. Well, yeah. I also think especially like I mean, this is like a running theme Magnifier. in my whole life is like yeah, is an outsider. Mm hmm. You know, like, because I was always like, oh, I'm supposed to, yeah, we're going to go tan now because I'm a girl. And I'm like, what? who lays in the sun on purpose? <laughs> right. Especially in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> People, I just, I don't get what everybody's into and I'm not into it. Or like, you know, seventh and eighth grade, I moved to from Boston to Arizona and there's like all these like rednecks and like, <laughs> pe- and then so I started getting into that music and people would be like, so what so like what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. so what are you yeah are yeah. you a punk or a mod you know yeah, what i mean and everyone I like, needed I their like, classifications like the music genres <laughs> yeah. in themselves do they have to just like figure you like what do i have to like assign a role for just yeah. liking an album or do i have to sign on for a whole lifetime of this or yeah it's pretty <laughs> So I, I mean, it's cool that you, so you would find these avenues, like, it's always interesting to hear people's different, like, a lot of times it's siblings, like, for me, I, you know, it. I lucked out with the older brothers yeah. that I just, like, ooh, was this Smith tape just laying around kind of thing, you know, yeah. so it's it's cool that you would, like, you, know, you think it was more like the videos then, or just a little everything here and there? I think it was a little just, bit of everything. Yeah. I think there was the records that were around, because I am an only child, so it was the records around my best friend's house, Yeah, and then... um and then there was like it, it must have been some like MTV, but also those those like uh, there there was radio shows and there was these like new avenues of music video channels that don't exist anymore. Right. Like that Boston channel V sixty six or whatever o- only lasted for like a year. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that like up like on the East Coast. Yeah, um, like just a little. We had little Friday night videos, which might be the same as Night Flight. You said it was. Is that yeah, just like a like a kind of a chill like five to ten videos maybe like on a friday night kind of thing or was it like a constant night, night flight was nuts actually they've uh recently uh, done a a redo of it and you mm-hmm. can get all the videos you can i subscribed for like oh, wow. thirty dollars a year That's right. and they just they were like night flight crazy like yeah. reefer madness with devo you know and yeah. like nina hagen and awesome. i think in the 80s it was like still this tender period of like punk rock had happened and 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 music videos were just starting so like the, all these artists were making very narrative based mm-hmm. music videos and, right. and i don't know i don't know why the world was so accepting you know i, I don't know it was just it was just there yeah <laughs> and like you said earlier something i thought was interesting was like you learned how to mine for music like you you had to figure out how to figure out how to get music yeah like it's a very um it's interesting. I like the mining <laughs> for it because you do have to dig, or you did have to dig back then, like yeah. really fucking hard. Like you had to scrape to find something new and cool. I think it was uh, like, and I don't know how it is for like every outsider, <laughs> <laughs> but As the voice of outsider. Right? 
uh, is that I was like, oh, so I'm just an alien. I just got dropped off. Somebody was like, go fuck yourself, you know, <laughs> get yeah. off our planet. And then so I thought that there was no outlet for me. And then I just found these outlets and I was like, oh, my God, I have to get more. I have to go yeah. there, like I said. Yeah. And then, you know, through that, then I met, like, the cool girl in, like, eighth grade who was like, hey, you want to go yeah. see the Rocky Horror Picture Show? And, like, or whatever. yeah. Smoke marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> the holy hour officially endorses the smoking of marijuana. How dare they? <laughs> you know, yeah, then she had like a mohawk, and I was like, oh my awesome. God, that's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's um, but then, so with The Cure, at that point, I think I, I like maybe knew Adam Ant and Drake yeah. Grant, and I was getting into like punk and new getting wave. closer and closer. And uh, I was at a party. Mm-hmm. I was at my first party. I think my first real party, so I was kind of excited. Uh. I think it was seventh grade. Or eighth grade. <laughs> seventh grade party. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Like, the guy that I liked was there. Like, But I remember the living room. I mean, I remember the moment I heard The Cure. Yeah, that's great. So I was, so like, yeah, feeling was awkward say. at a party. <laughs> <laughs> and the doors opened up. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden I heard uh, this, like, these keyboards and this weird voice and i asked my crush i was like what is this he's like oh it's the cure and he just like out the window i'm like forget about you what the fuck (laughs) it was let's go to bed awesome yeah and i just remember the that that weird sound like to me it was so weird and to be at this party with like beige walls and beige people like you know stuff i was like whoa who are you and like that's how it started awesome that's a good first one yeah to to hear yeah it's a solid song yeah cool yeah that's pretty amazing so then where did it go from there was it pretty instant or was it something that just kind of lingered in the back of your head that you loved that song and that name i think um i i don't remember something like i started to like get into the cure seventh and eighth grade mm-hmm. and <laughs> there was I, yeah, I mean at that point like the years all blur but right. um <laughs> but i remember like looking for their records i think i saw an in, the in between days video and that just sent me over the yeah. edge like that just sealed the deal right, right. i was like what <laughs> again like i want to get into that video and just get into that world like the yeah, colors everything the just hair the way that like robert looked into the camera and like bit his lip and like and again like guys who look like girls i was like i was just so uh, into that. i was just saying like it was like a little uh duran duran just like a little ooh. Yeah. it's like yeah it's a blouse and he fills that blouse out yeah <laughs> nicely <laughs> yeah it was yeah. so awesome because i was in arizona like nothing was like that where i where i lived so i went to the record store and I think at that time, like, you know, it was like, the you know, get the allowance or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Or I worked at the deli or something in the right. summer or something like that. <laughs> and so I, I remember looking for Cure Records, but I didn't know what to get because the only records in the store were, it was Happily Ever After, hmm. which has women with flags on it. Mm-hmm. Japanese Whispers, which has babies on it. <laughs> yeah. Three Imaginary Boys, which has a refrigerator on it. <laughs> I was like, what? what? I, don't, I don't get it. So I got... Where's the pretty man woman? I know. Yeah. Where is that thing? And so I think I got those three records and i actually yeah. like listened to him and i was really confused because i bet 
Oh, and pornography. I got pornography. And I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like what is happening? But I, 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 I don't know if I understand pornography now either. You're having so much fun in that video. <laughs> I know. It was all, it was all so light and fun. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you got kind of all those, like, at least roughly around the same time. Those, like, yeah. Wow. I mean, somewhere in, in yeah. that time period. And then the then this is like the seed story. Mm-hmm. The, the seed of all seed stories. So somehow <laughs> that got me to like do what I do now. Right. So I used to go to summer camp. Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, uh, I went to the some summer camp one year and I went the next year <laughs> and that was 1986. And I had heard that the cure were coming to America. And by that point uh. I was batshit crazy about them. You paddled across the lake to the <laughs> yeah, other like, camp. To Even her first show was very ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how did you hear about it? Was it like just word of mouth? Or? I don't remember how yeah. I heard about it, but I remember seeing stuff like there was this cure thing that was on MTV that was called Les Enfants du Rock. Mm-hmm. And it was them doing like a French interview. And for some reason I had made up, I thought that the cure had never come to America. Yeah. I thought that Robert Smith hated America. So I was like, they're coming to America. They're never going to come again. <laughs> right. I'm never going to be able to see them. Yeah. I have to go. <laughs> so I'm at a summer camp in East Brookfield, Massachusetts, but I live in Arizona. So okay. I'm, I can't drive. I'm like 14 uh. or 15 or whatever. Um, so I went to the head of the camp, whose name was Dick, <laughs> <laughs> and he's deaf, and I had to stare deaf at dick. him. Oh, yeah, deaf deaf dick. Dick. I mean, he could read lips, so I had to be very confident. And I'm like, what do I need to do to go see The Cure? And he's like, well. And he's like one of these guys that has like, like kind of his head is too big for his body. Like he had a really big head. Hmm. And I was re- and like head. Oh, baby, come on! It was right. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't. Yeah, Ow. Stephanie, stay here. <laughs> You're like my bumper. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I know, right? <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, so he's like, "Well, he's like, if it's on a night where nothing else is going on, uh-huh. and you can get two camp counselors <laughs> and ten campers." And all everyone's parents' permission, <laughs> then you can go see the cure. And I was like, "All right." So I ran wow. around. I literally ran around. I remember running like because mine was like the older. Ki- there was kids who were like seven or eight, and I remember, or I remember going to like different tiers, and like all I remember is like running through the the, f- <laughs> the camp, running through a forest, and I was like, "Who wants to see the cure?" And I got to a certain age, and I was like, "Okay, that's inappropriate. Like yeah. this is wrong." <laughs> And somehow I did it. So those kids are like, yeah, man, I'll give it a shot. It's totally <laughs> insane. Were those kids like, fuck you? Yeah. After, or were they like, that's all right? I don't remember. You don't even care. You're I just didn't like, care. I it's like, you, <laughs> you're going. Like, I don't I, like music. There was one <laughs> camp counselor that was like, I can't go. And I was like, no, you have to go. And I remember beg- like I was on my knees and I was like, please, please, I have to. And like, she's like, no, I don't want to go. And I think dick let us go with just one person or something but how did i get like parents permissions and how do we get tickets yeah and, like, that's i was just like all, it, of it. all together and like how much time did you have to put to go to, like a record store right like, i yeah, have no idea yeah it was yeah. east brookfield massachusetts uh no i mean the concert was great yeah, like, woods okay 1986 
and it was one of the ones uh one of the first ones where uh i remember they came out on stage and we were pretty far away Mm -hmm. and that was probably like my fourth concert in life my first was the police i I saw howard jones or something and like the cult (laughs) nice and uh (laughs) what tour were they doing when you saw that was the standing on a beach tour that's dope Yeah. yeah so um robert had cut his hair Right, and so I remember looking and saying, "I'm like, who's that? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's a man woman? I fought for this. <laughs> I was about to see man woman. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't pay to go see Billy Joel, right? <laughs> but but that concert experience too was like another. It was yeah. like a bridge to that place because I Damn. remember being in there. Like I was there How with were my the boyfriend. Seats? Were you like huh? what were the seats like? Are we out like on a lawn or was it? Like... I think we were we were in like the back <laughs> section of of the main part because by the end of the concert my boyfriend and I at the time jumped over the seats to get to the front because it had <laughs> cleared out oh, and I remember it being like really dark and there was a lot of black and white lights and I remember them being like really introverted and like playing in a way that drew me in yeah but I also remember again like this theme like I'd never seen like so many weird yeah people absolutely. and I saw yeah. plenty of boys who look like girls with little like crown haircuts and wearing <laughs> skirts and i was like oh my god where have you been all my life <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys wearing, like, i don't remember yeah probably yeah, i just picture all these kids in like, like little camp. preppy like <laughs> i remember i already by that point i i had um a book that i loved called save an alligator shoot a preppy so i was already <laughs> on my way and then my friend one of my pen pals from boston we started an i hate rick springfield club nice. and we would write letters about how much we hated rick springfield <laughs> like nice hateful letters yeah. like, like, awesome. so that really like i'm kind of well, did dick go with you was he one of the ones no. that went, okay, yeah because like he probably didn't have that much fun <laughs> it's like yeah a concert that's a great idea i don't know what, what's yeah, interesting is like but, come on dick yeah <laughs> But uh, wow! So yeah, did everybody? Do you remember everyone's reactions? Was no. everybody on board? I didn't or? care. Yeah, it was just, just like I saw the cure. That. Man, that's amazing. That's cool Isn't that, that you crazy? were able to pull that together. And like, damn. who does? That? I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, like, wow! I really had a lot way, of spirit. Like, what fo- the fuck? Yeah, way more <laughs> eventful than our like just crying, calling Ticketmaster, going, please let yeah. this be the one. <laughs> it, like what you did took amazing skill. Yeah. And like it took a lot, and I like how you're like, I don't know, I I really don't know how I did it, I, but I got to see the cure. Yeah, you didn't even the have to brain, like bribe the other kids or anything. I wonder how many of those other kids like went on to be like lifelong Cure fans, yeah. or if any of them were ever. I think later they're probably they probably just were like, like sitting around there like, yeah, shit, I saw the cure. <laughs> like I didn't even realize. It. Actually, you know what? I, now that you say that, I think I ran into one of them at the Boston show wow. in uh, 2000. Really. So, <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> that'd be great yeah holy shit so yeah did you have standing on the beach by that point i, I must much, have yeah. yeah by that point i was obviously if pretty i was so apeshit right about seeing <laughs> yeah. him, like, awesome campaigning position, i really have to go see the cure like what <laughs> do you still have those same records that you bought like those first ones yeah that's awesome I yeah love that. yeah i do it's cool I do. We're already good. So then you went back to Arizona. Yeah, I got sad. Yeah. Then the next year, the Kiss Me Tour. Came. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you keep it rolling, or how did that pan out? 
Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I went to I went to two Kiss Me concerts that year. I must have gone back to Boston because I would try to go every summer. I don't know. So I must have gone. I think I went to a Boston show, but I honestly don't remember that that one. I remember the Mesa, Arizona, or did they play two times in Mesa? Somebody's like calling in. Well, actually, they're playing. They didn't play Mesa at all. Um, all right, go ahead. Setlist.com. So yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, like, I mean, we may get in get into this later, earlier in time, depending on when you broadcast this. But uh-huh. by this point, I had also had a lot of stories of like people making fun of me for liking The Cure or yeah, Adam yeah. Ann or Duran Duran or Take yeah. Your Pick. Yeah. So did a lot of that happen even pre-Cure? Then you think like a lot of it just started happening when started. I started listening. I, I mean, I just think I was a kid who was like kind of a, like I said, an outsider anyway. And then mm-hmm. when I started like cutting my hair and like wearing my dad's, you know, army jacket instead of my mom's, right, yeah. whatever, you were like, what? I don't. Yeah. I don't. So one of, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I remember distinctly is there was these two blonde girls somewhere that might, maybe not by now it's high school, but they were like, uh-huh. I had a pornography shirt. Right. And they were like, the cure pornography what does that mean are they a sex band uh, and i was like no i don't even band. know what that means a we're sex a, band we're a band of sex <laughs> <laughs> they were like so aggressive they're like what is that Ew. yeah people are just totally sex, sex band that's fucking fantastic i don't understand this so i'm gonna attack it yeah <laughs> there was like, that mentality i guess i'm just simple yeah, so and that's and that's why I was curious if it was like people. even pre pre cure because I mean it felt like so much of it was directed towards just being a cure fan, but yeah. I, I think it was just different, anything different, and kids just being shitty kids. But then you know it's so weird because it's like well, why would the hatred like like you and Autumn talked about? It's like this violence and shit and these kids. I, I'd hope on some level, but it's kind of weird that I don't think kids have to deal with quite as bad and today's because everybody's like kind of all over yeah. the map with what they're into and nobody really knows what the hell anything is anymore because it's so scattered i guess but like yeah maybe because if they're just not familiar with like a t-shirt of a band that they didn't hear on top 40 radio or something they just attack because they want to attack you anyway because you look a little different or something and but. idiots idiots get defensive if, when they don't understand something which is generally often right and <laughs> and they lash out yeah because like like they're like fuck you man you're that's some weird shit i don't understand that yeah. so you're dumb and what you like is dumb because <laughs> right. i don't understand it yeah i, I don't get it it's and dipshits because you wouldn't even think like to me like the just a, like attacking a band that you don't know yeah i mean if it's like a clearly just a stupid shirt yeah fine or something you know but yeah. it's like so weird like the hatred that we like i briefly touched on too we had like the rednecks and our like kind of you know, Virginia suburbs there, and yeah. they would just fucking latch on, and they're all the Metallica, Def Leppard kids, and mine. All those kids are bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But <laughs> I've learned later, maybe. But this batch was bad. <laughs> well, it was like what you were saying. It's like how can somebody who's like listening to Poison make fun of you for liking 
Yeah, yeah. Like somebody yeah. wearing like, makeup. I, I was like, like yeah. What? Poison was, like was the... definitely a sex band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sex band, actually. <laughs> I, I've seen Rock of Love. <laughs> yeah, <I'm alive>. exactly. <laughs> I mean, so much more going on. I was like, I was like yeah, that's, that's the whole point. The Cure fans, we're not having sex. That's what <laughs> It's like the complete opposite. But uh, yeah, and I think they would just latch on because they wanted to just hate me for like being a skater or liking yeah. the Cure or whatever. But, it didn't really I mean, matter why? what it was like, but yeah it was, why do they uh, give a shit what you're doing that's what i don't yeah. i couldn't i'm like i don't even care about you like i don't even yeah. want to see your face yeah you nope. stupid blonde fucking sorry yeah yeah i mean just i think trying to like get to school like yeah. go to my classes go home <laughs> do my homework and it was like oh great i get to go every day into battle yeah. for existing yeah that's how i felt I mean, I'd sign up. I mean, the only reason why I even did, like, after school sports in middle school and stuff was so I wouldn't have to ride the bus home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, a lot bus. of it was just – because they would literally spit at us out the window when we'd yeah. get off the bus. They're like, skater faggot. Bleh, bleh, and they're all, like, chewing dip and yeah, shit. Yeah, like. like, one kid, like, this little guy, they took duct tape <laughs> and stuck it on the top of his head, like, duct tape on the back of his head. And he's like, oh, they're, like, ripping it off and stuff. And Yeah, I, I mean, that's that just, to me, too. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's just horrible bully syndrome in different yeah. levels, but it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, so much of it was just directed towards what you're wearing. So, I mean, maybe yeah. it wasn't so much that they didn't like my band versus their band. It was just that they just wanted to pick on me. Anyway. I know. <laughs> Whatever. They did, you know, like, they're but, pricks. Like, I always had headphones. always had, like, a Walkman or a CD Walkman. Like, yeah. Generally a tape one. And, like, I just always had them on, just, like, block, just trying to block out everything, you know? And just ignore everyone and like just these rednecks would like snatch it my headphones off and listen to it and go like fag and like hand it back. Like, what is this metal shit? And it's like my bloody Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) And then he like, what is this metal shit? Fag and like walk away. And it's just like, thanks. That's really thank you. Yeah. Sweet. Way to be uh a citizen in this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you fucking faggot. It was like a calling card for yeah, everybody. God it's damn. Like, what the fuck? You stupid fucking witch faggot dyke. Like, God. Yeah. It's just, the thing I never got about all of it is like what we're talking about. Like, why? Why? Just leave me be. Right. But then I think with the cure, I think it was like Robert Smith was a an icon that was weird enough and feminine enough for people to make fun of. Right. Whereas like Johnny Rotten or The Clash or the Ramones, maybe they were a little bit more scary or maybe you guys got it but as a girl, like yeah. you were like, Oh, your little make makeup faggot boyfriend. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna crimp my hair and I'm like, Jesus. You do each other's makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, and I don't know. <laughs> and it, it, along those lines too, I think just going into the cure side of it how just by chance maybe even i don't know like how the cure just speaks to that <laughs> kind of horrible you know like where that's like kind of made me latch on to like lyrically and just everything cure with that was just that you kind of always felt like he's on your side like billions of people have said you know like him and morrissey or it's just like that horrible awkward age of being a teenager and how much of it is why you do associate with the music so much was because you're like he knows how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, like, I Robert knows, man. He, it's like he knows this is going on, and he's there for me. Kind Definitely of you know, saying like, some shit. Yeah, you know, it's like as you get older, you know, it's hard to say what you know. He's just doing his thing, but you know, yeah. there's something that like totally taps into that, like 
not even so much just awkwardness of adolescence, but just awkwardness of any point in your life, really. And I think that was a huge part of it. Well, I think um, that, I mean, now that's uh, that's actually ties into Lowell's book nicely because he mm-hmm. talks about them being teenage boys and like, you know, like they had like the glam rock and, and um, punk rock and just people are Bowie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, again, like all those guys like Robert, Simon, Pearl, um, they always had their hand in like sort of, uh, yeah. you know, I don't I can't remember if they he, they talked about going to like gay bars or anything. But like mm-hmm. Johnny Rotten talks about it in his biography about how like they went to fucking gay bars and they were like those guys were like the coolest because they let the punks be yeah. and vice versa. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I feel like we connected with The Cure be- and all those other guys like and gals like Susie was a huge influence yeah, yeah. on me at the time. Fuck yes. Um, God, she was like phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. But um, because they did speak to us, you know, I mean, then the, you'd see the cure like these guys that seem pretty straight to me because, you know, yeah. but they'd wear dresses and like tease their hair and wear makeup. And it just seemed it was so cool to me because it was obvious like they I never latched on. I wasn't like, I have to look exactly like them. Right. But I was like, wow, they're making a statement yeah. about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> yes, Stephanie. Okay. Just Hello. One thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it does speak to strength of character for, you know, like when you're into bands like The Cure, you're into Morrissey, and it's like people that are different that don't fit the norm, and it like it kind of gives you strength to see like there is a way to be a whole fulfilled person that lives like a great life, even yeah. like not just like what the norm is. Yeah. Like I don't have to be a J. Crew model. I don't need to tan. Right. I can do what I want. You can do whatever you want to do and like you will find your tribe, even if your tribe isn't exactly where you are. Like you can find your peeps. Yeah, for totally. sure. It lets you know that you're not like you are not an island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I made me go. I was like, okay, well, go fuck yourself twice then, and blonde right. hose, right? Sex beyond. <laughs> and so I listened to music. <laughs> yeah. But this this will go into my my prop. So uh, yeah, what you get? So there? yeah, the blonde. So the blonde bitches were like teasing me about the cure, and they think uh-huh. they would. I, I I remember them like dancing and making super making fun of the cure and there's like another whole story which I maybe I'll get into on another <laughs> or I talked about it on another thing with the tape and head on the door and the math teacher. Oh, yeah, that yeah. fucking guy. See uh in between days episode and Yeah. Maybe earlier. <laughs> like the teachers <laughs> were yeah, making fun of the crazy. students. Like that's, what? That's insane. That's what enforces the, the yeah. societal norms when adult no. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's what enforces like societal norms is when people in positions of authority like inflict their thinking that that, that was inflicted on them. They just keep passing it down. Yeah. Like, you have to keep reminding yourself like just because they're adults, it doesn't mean they know shit. Yeah. And then be an adult that recognizes you don't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, something just when we were uh, poking around Richmond today, went to a couple record shops and – the, one of the record shops, the owner was kind of a talky dude. And he was just saying to someone, he's like, you know, like, he's like, he's like, I'd fire any one of my staff that would come in and, like, give someone shit for liking something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, making fun of them for their taste in music. And, like, it, work there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I yeah, could never work in a record shop. <laughs> no, I, I try not to be. I would never do that to someone. That's shitty, you know. But that was nice to hear. 
just yeah. in passing, you know, instead yeah. of kind of what Stephanie was saying, where there's like all this negative, all this enforcement of the negative, you know, by like teachers and yeah. people, parents, and, yeah, just church re- people. Yeah, it just reinforces that, that. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, it's the music snobbery stuff. It's like, yeah. Well, but this was just like that's just yeah. in in Arizona. I mean, like I my head like teachers who couldn't spell. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I really did. It was bad. Yeesh. It was just like I don't know where they picked up this guy to teach uh. us whatever. But so, um, so the blonde girls girls are important because then so kiss yes. me comes, and I think I s- I can't remember. I saw him in Boston, and then they play in Mesa, and I had no one to go with. Nobody I knew wanted to go see The Cure. So I went by <laughs> myself, and I went really early, and there was some people in line, and there was a hotel next door. And I h- heard these fans. They were like, oh, my God, The Cure is staying next door. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I just – I was like, that can't be. And uh, he's like, yeah, they're just signing my thing, and da 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 so I was like, will you hold my place in line? <laughs> and I went over to this hotel and I walk and I don't remember I remember walking in and I think I saw a limo drive by that I thought was them, but it probably wasn't. <laughs> and, and I go in there and the, as soon like the authority came for Arusha, they're like, Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably like wearing black or like a cure t shirt, something odd, like pro- pornography shirt, you yeah. know. <laughs> and I'm like, man, and I had like long bangs and stuff. That's Awesome. So I warned about you. Yeah. (laughs) It's like really. (laughs) (laughs) In the internet yet? How is this possible? (laughs) Sweet. So I get back in line. I'm like, oh, that was embarrassing. Oh well. And I saw the show, and it was great. And you know, like my cure mania carried on. But so this, I the prop I have. This is my senior year, my senior. High school senior yearbook. Nice. So look at all those scribblings. So, yeah. So <laughs> just, why don't you guys just flip through these color pages real quick, and hopefully you'll find what mm-hmm. was the punch in the fucking face. Not on this page. Not on this page. This is the part where the mm-hmm. cure enters my life, and I don't want it to. Not on this page. Please let it be a picture of a young you where in high it? school. Oh well, that's in here. Oh yeah. look. Oh my god. <laughs> oh that is no. so what a slap in the uh, face. Yep. Oh my god. Blonde bitches. I'm so Who's sorry. Who's going to tell the, the audience what you're seeing? With Robert and Simon. L- read the caption. Kiss me, kiss me. Just two times. <laughs> Seniors Nicole Silva and Liz Clark alone along with Junior uh, Destry. Destry. Wozencraft meet members of the rock group The Cure. <laughs> Concerts were a popular activity for temp students. <laughs> Especially evil little bitches. I know. I'm surprised the caption wasn't Fuck you, Fuck you Arusha. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Look what we did. <laughs> Eat <laughs> dick, Arusha. We didn't even enjoy the show. <laughs> These two man, men, women yeah. are sitting there with those fucking. Oh, they had sex beyond? Uh, I guess so. We had oh sex with them. God. Yeah, they where oh my god <laughs> oh look there's wow. dick's university driving <laughs> oh my goodness that's, that's amazing that is so fucked hell? up yeah jeez i would give up i would have given up and just like there's, <laughs> yeah, there's no you can have them yeah <laughs> just, i would just given up on everything and just moved out to a cave and be like you know this world isn't meant for me like if this is how things are going to happen these bitches that's fucked up
So where did it go from there? Did you take just a, a cure break, or I guess well, '88 going into disintegration? Then did you? Well, this is the end of high school, right? Was this yeah, but okay. I mean, I think I was I was trying to remember like at the, I I must because my first like true love slash boyfriend slash was around mm-hmm. age 16, so maybe we were already dating, but. He was really punk rock. And yeah. so he's like, I'm not going to see the cure. And so mm-hmm. he actually used to tease me like when I'd go away to, to Boston for the summers, he'd write like his return address would be the anti cure league. Because, uh, you know, like, <laughs> again, like that was the other weird thing about the cure is I think they were also very, even when you got into like people who listened to metal or punk, yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, you love Robert Smith. And they just love to make fun of you, even the weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when they were listening to The Cure, right. it was like, you can't like The Cure too much yeah. mm-hmm. or you're a target. And I yeah. think it's like Robert's voice or something. I don't really know. Like, it's their image. It's their everything, I think. Because like, I used to like hang out with like a lot of punk rock and metal guys. And um did give me shit mm-hmm. for listening to the cure but you know but they listen to like goofy weird shit too yeah, yeah. but um yeah it's weird everybody needs someone to hate i guess i mean i just <laughs> didn't hear a lot of people like hating on like i said like joy ramone or ian mckay or and then mm. there's like bands like sisters of mercy were out and guns and roses and <laughs> yeah. like, me. you know it was weird <laughs> but it was probably because i liked him so much that yeah took anything as like a slight like just <laughs> they just knew yeah, how to get at you by just knew that yeah be, that would be touching a nerve yeah, if they ma'am definitely <laughs> but so the irony the punchline then disintegration comes out and i heard fascination street and i didn't like fascination street i didn't get it mm-hmm. i didn't like it i was like put on your face i'm like and again <laughs> i was like probably mad at like how big they were getting right i'm like man my band's selling out it's like getting played right. over the uh yeah, the announcements. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, I don't remember if. I mean, I, I was, you know, a little older than you guys. Maybe Hot Topic wasn't there yet, but yeah. I feel like the Cure were everywhere, yeah. and I was also trying to, like, I think, kind of feel chilled out. I'm like, maybe I do like this band too much. Right. Know, maybe it is a little weird, and so yeah. I was like, well, I and I didn't, I didn't buy Disintegration for a long time. Uh, wow. And I know willpower shoot myself in the face, and, uh, <laughs> and and then I didn't go to the show. And the irony is that I was like, I'm not going to go. And people were like, You're not going to go, because people <laughs> at that point were like, Why do you need to see the Cure again? You've seen him three times, <laughs> right? If only you knew. Yeah, right? yeah. And I was like, Maybe they're right. <laughs> so you understand what regret is now. Right? <laughs> That's right. At this point in your life, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> well, you're just if like, there was Fuck. ever a tour to sit out, it's like, the disintegration. <laughs> damn. <laughs> those right. bitches. I, I still stem it back to those bitches. Like That's why you go to see every <laughs> single possible show now. You're trying to make up, yeah, that missing, missing fucking disintegration. <laughs> I think what it, but but yeah, because then then also the punchline is like the actual night of. Mm-hmm. I think my I found out like some of my friends who were making fun of me were went to the show, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I remember like. <laughs> Like, kind of like the, the concert was going on that night, and I was like, oh, like I was kind of like breaking up inside. I'm like, I should Aww. be there. And then my boyfriend was like, well, we could have gone if you wanted to. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude. What the hell? You know, it's like, if it's not the descendants, it's nothing. But, yeah. um, yeah. so I didn't go, and I think I did learn from that. I'm like, why did I not do something that I really wanted to mm-hmm. do? Because all these people who are no longer in my life. Yeah. We're making me feel bad for it. Yeah, like that yeah. is so dumb. It is, you know. But yep, like people have to learn. 
Yeah, yeah. learning. It's a good growing life up. Lesson, it's part know? of growing up, I guess. Yeah, it gotta, is. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a shitty lesson. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I missed one At of the least, like best. Yeah. Like, we we yes. were hoping to catch it, but we were just oblivious. I've told that story yeah. before where I just was too young to know. We were like sixth grade at the time, and I knew they would be coming around. We had just got the album, but like I didn't know the best papers to look for the concerts and stuff. And I was like looking in the wrong sections and stuff. And uh, and then I saw a girl, an eighth grade girl, had like a prayer tour <laughs> shirt on one day, and it was all new and like tucked in, and the, the sleeves rolled up. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? It was like, I was like, wait a minute, it? what is that? And I saw there's like tour dates on the back. I was like, oh, yeah. oh no, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is horrible. <laughs> so yeah, it's devastated. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you at at this point? Are you still in? Tucson, are you going off to um, school at this point? Thinking, where was I? 89, I'd gone back to Boston, and then I went back to Tucson. So yeah, I think yeah. I was in Tucson in like the early 90s. And so then a game changer happened in that, like in Tucson, there was a club called The Fine Line. It was a big yeah. club for The Fine Line. <laughs> it was like the one weird club. Like there were gay bars in Tucson, but this was like... Um, Oh, the, the catch-all, weirdo, mm-hmm. dark club. And I was wearing my pornography shirt. Hell yeah. And uh, I walk in, and this guy's like, I'll give you 50 bucks for that pornography <laughs> shirt. And I was like, fuck you. Right. And we became best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Ian, and we're still friends uh, to this day. And so we started, awesome. like, yeah, we started, like, he Ian, like, those people that I met, I mean, my, my like punk rock friends in high school were, were big too, but um, I think like the tender years came in college when yeah. people like Ian and a bunch of people that I'm actually still friends with today were all part of like, like we, we discovered like My Bloody Valentine together. Yeah. We were, we're like, you like the Juice of Mary chain too? Holy yeah. shit. Nick Cave and like, Wait, oh my God. Let's hang out and listen to records. All day. Yeah. yeah. And Ian was like my buddy, like we never dated or anything and you know but we were just like best friends and we would sit and like listen to records and like yeah. it was Arizona there was nothing to do I was like always complaining about my life is going nowhere in this town he was like let's just smoke a cigarette and listen to low <laughs> yeah. alright that'll work <laughs> something doesn't seem so bad oh, so many nights I've done the same exact yeah. thing <laughs> listen to low and smoke cigarettes yeah, <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> so he he also had so he loved the cure like here was his number one and so we could geek out about <coughs> the cure st- endlessly hell yeah. yeah and he also had the travel bug because we were in tucson so we'd have to travel to phoenix that was like a no-brainer to yeah, see you had to get show. out of tucson yeah but <laughs> yeah. then we started going to la hell and yeah. then so 92 came we must have so we went to phoenix definitely to see the cure together mm-hmm and uh, and we would sit there and be like, wouldn't it be nice if we met them just mm-hmm. to have a beer? Yeah. You know, wouldn't it just be so great? And we like went to the mall like you guys did at like five in the morning to get yeah. tickets and line up for Ticketmaster <laughs> or whatever it was at yeah. Montgomery Ward. <laughs> yeah. How weird is that? That's fucking bizarre. Like you're standing next to like the power tools section in Sears. Sleeping on the concrete <laughs> like outside of Sears. Instead of lighting by fucking tickets for weird shows. Yeah. That's funny. So did you see him on Wish then? You saw that? Yeah, so digital. Ian and I, um, I think I saw, oh God, let me 
just <laughs> stories are so crazy. I saw <laughs> three shows that year, but Ian awesome. and I really wanted to meet them together. Um, so we Aww. saw the Phoenix show together, and then I think we both were in Denver. No, he went to Denver. I went somewhere else because I think he went to Denver and he kind of met them for like a millisecond and I was mm. so bummed. I was like, I should have gone with you. Oh my God. <laughs> so at the last minute, these ding dongs, <laughs> uh, ding dong story again. <laughs> we'll go. Yeah. So <laughs> in Tucson, these guys are like, we're going to go see the last cure tour on the wish tour. And it'll probably be, the last show ever. <gasps> yeah. like every show. And I really <laughs> thought, I'm like, this is what? it. This is it. This is the only time yeah. I'm going to be able to see them. Of course. So I got in a car with three people I barely knew. <laughs> I kind of knew them. I mean, yeah. They were like my scene friends, you know, if you right. call it that. And Ian's so funny. He's like, you guys wouldn't wait for me to hawk my TV so I could afford to go. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have waited for him. Because yeah. I went with these motherfuckers. And this is this is probably why I hate pot. I mean, I like, with all due respect to everybody out there, but so we, you know, from uh, Tucson to New York is like a three thousand mile journey, and we drove it in forty eight hours. We did not Jesus. stop, and um, and two of the dipshits wouldn't drive, so it really was like me and this other guy. We were having like such bad gas that we'd have to get out of the car. We'd be like, okay, try to just squat and like move around. Like, it was horrible. So we get to New York. And we're like. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I don't remember what tickets we have. I don't. I don't yeah. remember much of anything except we stayed in this like shitbag hotel with some guy who was like <laughs> super massive with like greasy hair. And I only remember is he had like a Kool Aid face. Like oh. this was the '90s. He was like I don't know what if he was like huffing paint or like kind of getting hard right now. For I some know, reason. right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a you walk into this like terrible. Uh, <laughs> hotel room and there's hair on the, in the tub yeah, oh yeah i just wanted to cut my hair man ear ear, ear. and i'm like let's go to the show and they had to sit there and get fucking high and i'm like oh, i fucking hate you guys we just drove 48 hours straight so we go to the show and one cool part was like we had i guess we must have had like ga or something mm. and there was like this like power hungry guard who was like oh there's only a few seats and i'm like I'm from Arizona, and I showed him my driver's license. He's like, "You're in." Ooh, all right. <laughs> yeah, and so I went it's up like to like shit. the third row, and I sat there, and like, <laughs> I was by myself. But again, I was like, "I don't care." Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I rode in a fart car with a bunch of stoners <laughs> and farted up a gross hotel yeah, with a bunch of WK. Gr- <laughs> 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 totally. So it was in 1992. Yeah. It was like so gross. It was uh, so gross. And so then afterwards, of uh, course. They're like, okay, Arusha, we're going to wait and see if the band comes out. They're getting high. <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, navigate what's going on. And I see this, like, it was, like, a long ramp, like, in Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Yeah. But there's, like, you know, like, the long ramp. Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of inch over there and I'm by myself. And they're all, like, crackling, like, with their Kool-Aid faces. like, fucking stoner. And uh, <laughs> I see, I just see this. Just Kool Aid everywhere. It's like, <laughs> what's a Kool Aid in you guys? <laughs> I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Yeah. 
So I see this guy, and he looks like a bodyguard. Uh-huh. And he looks at me, and he kind of does the nod Sweet. over. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going to let me in. He's going to let me in. So I, like, creep down the stairs, and there's these other girls that are waiting. And I'm like, is this it? Are they going to let me in? <laughs> and then another guy was there, and they didn't let me in. Because uh. it looked like the, the he's like, I know you guys. I don't know you. Uh. And I was like, mm. Some like tall dude <laughs> behind you. <laughs> yeah, come on. To, yeah, aw. right. <laughs> and it turned out that the guy who like waved me was this guy named Brian Adset, who I would meet. I would in turn meet four years later. Uh-huh. He was Roberts. Like worked for Rob, the Roberts bodyguard when I met him. Uh-huh. I don't know what he was doing then. I'm assuming he was a bodyguard. But anyway. So you like, fuck you for uh, pointing at me and not letting me in that one time. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Adset was the good one. Like, Bruno guy was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know you. I'm like, okay. Yeah, fair Do enough. you know the blonde girls? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the blonde girls. The blonde girls <laughs> from Tusa. They're like, we're in the blowjob line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> connect back with like fucking Kool-Aid mouth. and uh, yeah, like, We can just hang out with us. Yeah, we're like, we're just going to get high. And I was okay, like, fuck great. you, I can get high any day of the week, <laughs> anywhere in life. But the cure are here. Uh, and so then then this guy yeah. named Dave Figer, I'm calling you out, Dave Figer. Oh, I love you. Know, <laughs> yeah. I love it that you know their last names. <laughs> Dude, don't worry, Rusha. The cure are leaving on the Queen Anne tomorrow. We're going to go see them off, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So we go back to this... The stoner den. Just of hair. And of hair and, and Kool Aid and farts. <laughs> I probably cried like eight times. Ten years. Yeah. I'm like sleep deprived and I probably got stoned because I just didn't know what else to do. I'm like, all right, whatever. Can't be when in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> when in farts. And again, like, I don't know how, how I knew like what time the Queen Mary yeah. bus was He's or just the boat was leaving. Somewhere and, like, <laughs> <laughs> the QE2. The QE2. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there was like rumors that like Mary was gonna be there. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, we have to go see Mary. I'm here for you, Robert. <laughs> Mary Poole. He's like, come on. He's riding on the bow of the boat. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, Mary is probably at the show, but I was yeah. just more like, I could She'll see Mary Poole. Wow, like she's like yeah. such a mystery, you know. Yeah. So of course we're late because guess what? Oh, uh, Carl, start. one more joint. <laughs> we'll catch the next bus. Uh. Don't, don't, uh, please do not defame pot. That that dude is just bad at planning. I don't you know. know. In my world, at that moment, Time I was management. like. We'll go after I heat up these hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God! Just... So we get. Do you ever wonder? No, <laughs> no, I haven't ever. I just drove diagonally Fucking across idiot. the entire country. <laughs> but anyway, so you you so get to go the... to the fucking boat. <laughs> And it's, it's pulling away. It's like you just see a real small boat going up. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I couldn't even, like, I don't think I could even look at those nunchucks. I, like, so I don't much. know what I just said. Nun, uh, numchucks. numchucks. I kind of like it. It's, it's, like, it's like a combination numb of, like, numbskull and dumbfuck. Yeah. Numb, <laughs> numchucks. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember, yeah. like, because there was these Cure fans that were, like, leaving. You know, there was, like, probably, like, this long oh. boat. Yeah. And in my in my brain, I remember these, like, smiling faces. And yeah, everyone was like, oh, my God, that was the Smiling God's totally. kids. Totally. Totally. She really like, is oh, as cool as you would think. Yeah. <laughs> he gave us all hugs. Oh. <laughs> High fives and stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, uh, like they just finished in a soccer match and they just walked by and we were like, pat, pat, and like, totally. <laughs> clapped hands. Yeah. It all happened. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new song he wrote just for me. It was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I, I approached these two girls and I was like, I really like the cure. How do I stay in touch with people who care? These idiots don't care. And they kind of looked at each other like, should we tell her? <laughs> And uh, they gave me the name of this uh, cure, like international cure news. It was like a fanzine that this woman Janie yeah. and this guy Chris wrote. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna subscribe. Wow. Is this like a male, like a zine kind Dude. of? Thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a zine, and I started subscribing to it, and it like just meant everything to me because I would read stories yeah. about Cure fans and obviously the Cure, and they they got these like, great interviews and the the backstory. Janie, help me. I forgot what it's called. International <laughs> Cure Foundation. Cure News. No, yeah. it's like Cure News. And and it was the cool thing about it is it was completely supported by the band. So Janie and Chris nice. were kind of hired by the band to deal with all the fan mail that they were getting. Cool. Because I think the Cure wanted the fans to feel like, yeah, we are Something actually paying legit. attention. Yeah. yeah. So Janie would like write out like all the letters. Uh, and, like, it was just like a big labor of love. Yeah. I mean, I believe that, that cool. they were paid a little bit, but. Did you did did you have to go through like a screening to be let in? You know, like did they ask you like a the bunch f- of questions? To the no. Like, no. You just know. had to send a self-addressed stamped envelope. Oh, yeah, I just had to send boxes. a pass. <laughs> I'm sure That's I had to send a self-addressed. Yeah. Oh, well, what's Robert's birthday? <laughs> yeah. Are you worthy? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what's his favorite snack? That's his favorite I would, do you think they exist anywhere? Did anybody like transcribe them? They're on the internet or anything? The I, zines? Oh, yeah, or they're all over the place. I have there? a bunch of them. Yeah, um, yeah they're around. Try to check it down. Yeah. <laughs> I actually met Janie this year. Yeah, cool. Which was, I was like so kind of starstruck by her because I was like, Janie? <laughs> the Is that you? <laughs> like, you know, it's like at the, again. She's like, there on the ground floor. Like, yeah. yeah, and she was like, I mean, it was the 90s when, again, before the internet, I didn't know what she looked like. And I was like, wow, this is so cool that she's putting this together. And, like, it just felt more connected to people. The the fact that, like, there were people all over the world that felt like I did, Mm -hmm. it just didn't even really occur to me, even though they were from England. Right. I know. It's funny. It's like that whole selfish mind of a teenager with all, so many degrees of that. It was just like, well, I'm clearly the only person that loves this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly the only, yeah that was <laughs> me. <laughs> but, uh, me. Me. It's awesome. <laughs> so did you have to ride back I all the way with those guys? Or were you just oh, like, was, was the that worst. the first time you're just like, fuck it, I'm flying. <laughs> I'm t- yeah. No, I had to. I remember being so like sleep deprived and weak. And mm-hmm. my mom, I think, pro- I never told her. I was like. You know when you're so like whacked out, I was like, I, I must eat. So I like ate like one tiny piece of an apple and like would put it down and a little piece of an apple uh, and put it down because I was so exhausted. Yeah. And then we had to do that switch out thing where we're like, uh, Fuck, my stomach hurts from sitting for so long and not resting and like it was terrible. Damn. It was terrible. That's devotion. <laughs> I think devotion a, was a crime. Yeah, like, it should yeah, be yeah. if that's how it is. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, like yeah, seeing that New York show. Yeah, I guess that's what I was going to ask you. Like the, the actual shows. I mean, were they awesome? Or did, did it seem like. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Hold Deer's memories of seeing them live from that era and stuff. If The Cure weren't good live through all of that, I wouldn't have been like, fuck it.
Will Arusha ever get the meat the cure? You'll have to tune in next week to find out. But yes, I do mean next week. Don't have to wait two weeks on this one. We'll have part two posted for you next week. And uh, in the meantime, subscribe on iTunes and go on over to Facebook. See that picture of those blonde bitches for the holy hour. Talk hard.